Have you ever wondered what happens after ever after? Have you always yearned to know if the end is really the end? No? Well, you're gonna find out anyway. We're your hosts, Andy, Tammy, and Gina. This is Two Division. Hello everyone, welcome once again to Two Division, Disney Sequels Explained. I'm your host, Gina, and as always, I am joined by my very best friends, my willy-nilly silly best friends, Tammy and Andy. Hi guys, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing good. I like stubbed my toe today at the dentist and it started bleeding like nobody's business. And I thought I saw a crack in the middle, so I thought half my toenail was going to fall off. Oh so. no, Tim. At I, least you were with a doctor And then I took a nap when I got nearby. home. <laughs> and then I took a nap when I got home because I was stressed. Oh, no, no. <laughs> but it's like, it's like I'm taking inspiration from Winnie the Pooh, so... Oh, <laughs> that's cute. It's fine. That was adorable. <laughs> How about you, Andy? I'm fine. Uh, I I didn't stub my toe to the point of bleeding, thank God. So mm-hmm. that's one thing going for me. <laughs> um, I'm I'm good. I think I've started just like doing things, occupying my time. I finished like five puzzles and like half of a coloring book with my mom. <laughs> It's really cute. It's really cute. I love like, that. No, and I also did a puzzle that was a coloring puzzle. So you puzzled it and then you colored it. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Oh yeah, and they like way way to go in life. Sorry, that's my cat. Yeah, Padme. She. What, I, what I she's to- doing that? I tell you, she has a lot of thoughts on Winnie Pooh. She just wants to be our guest. Yeah, whenever she meows, yeah. we we just need to nod along and be like, yes, agree. And <laughs> I'm I've been doing well, I guess. I've been um, with a lot of work, and also, uh, well, as you know, well, by at, at the time we're recording this, last week uh, the Hamilton film was released, oh. and Andy and I got the chance. We found the opportunity to get Disney Plus here in Mexico. We won't tell you how. But we did, <laughs> and it's been so fun. And I'm just digging through the Disney Plus catalog right now. I am currently watching the Disney Fairy Tale Weddings, which I, I'm just gagged. I just love them. I, I I'm just obsessed with that show right now. But I think like <laughs> after I finish, what show that, is it again? The Disney Fairy Tale Weddings. Like it's a show oh where they show you. You a bunch would. Of- that is such a Libra show. Isn't you it? <laughs> Isn't it? Oh my god! And I'm just like half wa- the time okay. I am admiring their weddings, and half the time I am judging their weddings, and it's it's just been very fun. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're such a Libra. I love it. I love it. I love it. Way to stay on brand. Thank you. I do. Can, can I have a little confession? Please. Yeah. I used to think like Disney Plus was overrated. I used to think I have all the animated films. I don't need anything else. And then I got it for Hamilton, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> this so is the much- best thing in the world." <laughs> it's seriously more content that I can watch, and it kind of stresses me. Amazing thing! It's like thank you, my corporate overlords, for blessing <laughs> me with this content. I will sell my soul to you, my Red King. My rat king. He oh my has God, my rat in my, my wallet. <laughs> I have a I have a rat in my house. <laughs> oh God. We don't know where it is. Oh no! Oh no! 
My dogs just growl every once in a while. Then I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. You can adopt it, and it's the new pet. No. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin was like, maybe it'll cook with you. And I'm like, shut your mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but no, if you don't try. Leave. I was like, leave now. leave now. Tammy has exited the chat. <laughs> I will. No. No. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just excited Sorry. for Disney Plus, and I can't. I, I'm gonna finish the the wedding show, and then I don't know what I'm gonna watch. But I feel like Imagine I need story. to watch. The, no, no. Story, listen please. to me. Listen to me. I need to watch the Tangle show. I I haven't seen it. Yeah. So I you think that's gonna be it. next on my list. The Tangled, uh, the, the Tangle series I that I I, I yeah. was watching, but I think I I don't even know what episode I I left it. So maybe I just started over again and just binge it so because we need to discuss the movie like the quote-unquote movie we need to do that oh that sounds fun oh maybe mm, we do yeah. that great so that's my life okay but question andy do we need to watch the show before we watch the movie or the movie is completely fine honestly? no the movie is the first it's the first ah before the episodes. show yeah like okay the oh perfect movie? perfect yeah maybe that'll get us rolling that'll get us in after we yeah. watch those, we're like, gotta finish it. Gotta meet Cassandra. Oh my gotta god, yes, the lesbians. Uh-huh. The lesbians. Is it like, <laughs> is it like in the te- in text? Like, no, in- not okay. at all. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Just, I was hoping. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Yeah, after Please. catching up. Um, so today, what are we talking about? We are talking about some classic movies, like real, real classic. Like, you don't get any more classic than this. We are talking about Winnie the Pooh. And, of course, we are talking about the sequel that came out in 2011. Is it a sequel? I think it is. It's supposed to be, right? It is officially a sequel. Okay, yeah. So that's why we chose it for for the show, I guess. And... Before we do that, of course, we need to start by sharing some of our memories from the original movie that came out in 1977. So do you guys want to start with that? Do you have any yeah. memories with the original movie? Yes, I do. I can I can start. Yeah, go. Okay, so I do have memories of it, but it's, it's so weird because none of them came coming back to me. Because I was like, I, when I first started watching it, I was like, Okay, it's, it'll be nice to revisit. I don't remember a lot, but once that butt scene came on, like he's stuck in the rabbit hole with his butt just in rabbit's face, I was like, I know that. Like it was clearly stamped into my childhood memory. And then for some reason, like the moose too, like when he had like antlers and like they drew a face on his butt, I was like, I know this scene so clearly. That is and freaking iconic. I know. And then after that, like, everything just came rushing through like everything I was like I remember all of this and I was just like I really loved Winnie the Pooh as a kid <laughs> like I really I like my it's my mom's favorite Disney character and like she um she we um I was walking around Disneyland and my brother without um it was just me and my brother and our friend and he saw Winnie the Pooh and he was like oh we need to take a picture just us and Winnie the Pooh for mom she'll like that yeah, I remember, like, when I was in third grade, third or fourth grade, I would watch the Winnie the Pooh TV series because the, the theme song was a freaking bop. It was a banger. And I, like, had it on my, like, I had it on my whatever player I had at that time. And people would roast me for it. And I'm like, screw you. This is 
freaking good. Have you listened yes. to it? That that <laughs> is Winnie art. Pooh, what it is art. The Winnie the Pooh theme song is great. It is perfect, and I. I used to just brush this off as like, you know, like it's a kid, it's a kid's movie, you know, like it's because it's as kid's movie as you're going to get when you get with Disney, you know what I mean? Like you really see these characters as, as like babyish, like, cause that's where they are. They're in Disney Junior. So, you know, like, even though I'm, I'm, I always advocate, like, don't brush off animation because it's a kid's medium. I, I always think that of Winnie the Pooh, but now I'm watching it. I'm like, this is my new favorite thing ever. These are my new favorite characters. It still <laughs> holds up to now. To where to like to, to 2020 and to my age and it's not it's it's like it's I that's I find that quite incredible. I had a ball like watching this maybe because Winnie the Pooh and all his friends are relatable memes. Like you can relate to them when you're like 25. <laughs> I, I remember God. we were watching them. We were watching them and we were we can say. Uh, sending messages like mm, that's me oh, i really <laughs> right <laughs> like i think yeah. i think that's why and it's like it's so funny because i don't like i'm i'm sure that the the direct the creators of the film like had that in mind like making this for kids but also funny to adults like they had to it's just it's so smart it's so well written it's so funny and it just appeals to all ages like you, you, you'll have a blast watching this, no matter what age you are. And I, I really respect that, and I really do have a new respect for the Winnie the Pooh franchise. And you know, I, you know, it's it's interesting because this happens to me a lot. Like I had the same thing with the Disney Fairies franchise. You know how much I love that. Oh yeah. Yeah, but before I was like, it's it's. I thought it was too kiddie. I um like going into college, I was like, I I'm not gonna watch these because they're not for me. And then I don't know what. Like actually, one of my friends in college gave me that for a Disney fairy um, bed sheet, like, like set for Christmas, oh, and I was yeah. like, and I was like, thank you, but I'm not really a fan of it. I didn't say that. I said that in my head. I said thank you. I was like, <laughs> thank you. I'm very appreciative. But then in my head, I was like, oh, I don't. I'm not a big fan of this, but that that was really sweet. But then after, I appreciated it so much more after I like started watching the movies, and I'm like, this is the shit. I am silver mist now. <laughs> so it's so weird. Like, I, I feel like I, I go through this revelation with a lot of Disney products. Like, I even, like, same thing with Wreck-It Ralph. Like, I didn't like Wreck-It Ralph. I never watched it because I was just like, I'm a Disney princess stan. That's it. And then my friend oh, told me to girl. watch Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, and then my friend told me to watch Wreck-It Ralph from him. And then I'm like, okay, I need to watch everything. Everything, all the all the Disney movies that are not princesses. Because I didn't, I never rewatched Finding Nemo. I didn't rewatch. The Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., Ratatouille. I just watched Disney princess stuff. Like, everything from the Disney Renaissance, sequels and all. And then after Wreck-It Ralph, that's when I, like, just rewatched everything. And I was like, Disney's my life now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I go through these revelations really... in chunks, in chunks. It's so strange. But, yeah, this it's my Winnie the Pooh revelation now. I loved it as a kid, and I love it as an adult. And it's just, it's, it's, it's great i think this is what started my slice of life like obsession because that's what i ha that's like my favorite genre up to now in like every medium like web comics books um tv shows songs movies slice of life i will love it and i maybe this is where it came from winnie the pooh because i do remember loving it as a kid but yeah the blueprint good franchise, good franchise. great that was so fun thank you for sharing timmy and andy <laughs> how about you so yeah, basically, you made me think a lot about these movies that I that I saw. And maybe uh, when you were talking, I realized like yeah, that 
the reason why we love this movie so much and this character so much and why they're so everlasting is just like I think they're one of the purest Mm-hmm. Like personifications of just being a kid. Like I was watching it, mm-hmm. and all of them are so naive and so cute, and they never mean any harm. Maybe rabbit something, but not that much harm. <laughs> and they're kids, like you said, they're just like three-year-olds or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Padme, tell it. Our guest star, she has something to say about Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> Love her. Winnie the Pooh needs more cat characters. You're so oh, right. You're right. That is my only complaint. That's a hot take. By cat, not cat. But but yeah, basically, um, I think I told this story about my grandma on the on the first Cinderella episode that Cinderella was like her favorite character in her favorite movie, and also Gus 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 was like one of her favorite characters as well, mm. so that's, like, like every time we saw, like, merchandise of him, we bought it for her, <laughs> <laughs> and this, the same thing happened, or is, is still happening, with my, one of my aunts, because one of her favorite characters, like, her favorite character of all time is Eeyore, so every time that I see Eeyore, and every time I see something, um, like physically of, of him, like plushes or something, we gotta get it to her, especially now, because I think that before it was easier to get merchandise of him, I don't know why, now it's like kind of weird, so she has, every, she has like, okay, I'm not kidding, like 50 plushes, wow, and amazing. that would be like the bare minimum of the number of plushes that she has. And yeah, I remember then when I was a kid, like my favorite Winnie the Pooh thing. I don't know, Tammy, this is the show that you were talking about. I don't think so because this is not as iconic or something. This was like a live action show. Like the Muppet, like oh, no. there were Muppets. No, no, no. It's Puppet. the Book of Pooh. Yeah. I, did I say Muppets? Yeah, no. Sorry, I meant Puppet. You said just a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, no, Puppet. Um, yeah, the Book of Pooh. I watched that too. Oh yeah, okay, so that's the thing that I watched, I remember, like, my favorite character uh, was... I think what I watched was... No, the other uh-huh. one, the animated, the to the animated show that was like... Yeah, that's what I watched. It's called the new... Ad- yes, it's the new Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which I love. I watched great both, title, I watched both. Yeah, yeah I yeah. watched both, but the one that I remember the most is, like, the live-action one, because I remember that that is the only time that there was another character... Like female character that wasn't a mom, and she was like a little blue bird. I don't remember her name, but I remember that when people asked me what my favorite Winnie the Pooh character was, I said like that was like the little bird, and no one knew what I was talking about. And they were like, "Oh yeah, of course, kid." Like I was imagining one. I don't think I did. I think it scared me a little. Oh no, <laughs> no, but yes. <laughs> Like, I think, like, yeah, I watched that, like, the original movie and all of the su- the subsequent movies, like, the Piglet movie and the Tigger movie and the Heffalum movie. I don't, I, I cannot decide which one of those were my, what were, was my favorite <laughs> because they were all so iconic. Like, Piglet having a complex because he's so little, I related to that. And Tigger, that he thinks he has no family, like, he, he wants his family. 
And he realizes his friends are his family. And they have a lot like that forbidden friendship and the stakes and the angst. Oh my god. The, the only when they movies, movies are iconic. Like I, I maybe I will do a marathon. Maybe we should do okay. it. <laughs> we should. <laughs> it's cute. We need cute right now. Uh but to know to do not extend it any longer. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a winning champion. Like a lot of people. That's it. Bye. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. For me, I think Winnie Pooh is that rare franchise that I don't. I don't think about like I'm so attached to it. Like I don't I feel it. like I. I react to the characters like, oh my god, I need to have this Winnie the Pooh merch. And I don't, <laughs> I don't have that. But watching this movie mm-hmm. and just thinking about the characters, I do remember that at one point in my life they were so big and important. I watched both. I mean, not both. I mean, the original Many Adventures of Winnie Pooh movie, both the shows, the animated one and Book of Pooh. I watched uh, the Tigger movie, the Piglet movie. I did not watch the Half a Lump one. I don't know why. I just, it just. I just passed it by. Um, but I do remember those, and they were such a big part of my life, and I remember watching them a lot. And watching the the 77 movie, I didn't remember how much I remembered from that movie. Like, every single scene, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, right, this happened, and oh, right, that happened. Like, I think, like, some bits of animation are just so ingrained in my brain. Like, the, the thing that Tammy was saying with, Pooh's butt being stuck to to Rabbit's uh, door, and there's this great moment when the the woods are flooding, and Piglet's house start starts flooding, flooding, and he's in a chair and he's trying to to get the water on like a pan, and it just sings, and he's trying to do like that thing, and just the animation on that. It just brought me back to my childhood. I was like, oh my God, yes, I remember watching that. And like, it just feels weird because I don't actively remember how much time I spent on this world, but I did a lot because I do mm-hmm. remember a lot of it. And at one point while I was watching this movie, I kind of fell asleep. <laughs> the The original one, the, the oh, 1977, no. but not because I was bored. I was just like, I was just so at peace watching it. I was just enjoying it so much, and I was just like laying on my bed. And when I realized I was, I like missed like five minutes because I just was gone. Oh. Like, if these characters have survived so many years, it's because they are so iconic. And I do think, like, trying to explain what you said about the Eeyore thing. Like, uh, there was a moment in our early childhoods where Winnie the Pooh was everywhere and they were coming up with shows and movies and merch every single year. And it just kind of died down. And that's when, maybe when the Eeyore and the Winnie the Pooh in general merch started, like, fading. (laughs) But I think, like, somewhere, like, maybe in Japan, I think they're still, like, very popular. Everything is still, like, when you say, oh, something just isn't as popular anymore... It's popular in Japan. <laughs> like Stitch, like Duffy the Bear. They love those things there. Actually, that you were saying that they were really popular, like at the beginning of this century. 
I think the Winnie the Pooh rides, like in both Disneyland and Magic Kingdom, were I think they opened up in twenty. I mean, in two thousand and one, two thousand and three, respectively. I think so. Yeah, just to add to the point. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And I do. I I don't know what my favorite character is. I think it's either Piglet or Tigger. But I think definitely mm-hmm. like child Gina would have said that Tigger was her favorite because I had so many plushes of Tigger. So many. I, oh, I didn't mine, remember mine how. was Piglet. Oh, totally. So I, I believed I was Piglet. Oh, that's adorable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I don't know. I just have some, some sort of attachment to, to Tigger, I think, because of the Tigger movie where he realizes, like, because his song is all about, oh, the greatest thing about figures is that I'm the only one, but then his movie is about him, like, actually coming to terms that he's the only one and how lonely that feels. And that's, that's so heartbreaking. And it just, I, I think it really left an emotional scar on, on my childhood <laughs> heart. But that just made me really attached to Tigger. So I think he would be my favorite. So, yeah, I really had a lot of Winnie Pooh. um, A really Winnie Pooh-filled childhood, if I should say it like that. I don't remember. But I think when I went to Disney World when I was like five, uh, they had this uh, Playhouse Disney Live show. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think, I want to think that the Book of Pooh, like, puppets were in the show i think oh nice at some point i'm pretty sure they were i just don't know if i got to see them but if i did then wow i was so lucky because i really liked that show i think they looked adorable now that we're there sorry sorry now that we're there i googled and the name of the bird is cassie and she's That's real so cute. i was i didn't remember lying. her i had no memory of I her. Was- but oh and i just wanted to ask did you guys see the the christopher robin movie I did. No, but I'm going to. I don't want to. <laughs> I was going to get it. Was good. I don't oh, want it's to. Good. Is it bad? I don't no, know. No, it's good. I don't know if it's good or if it's, or if it's bad. I just know that I'm so scared of those plushes. <laughs> they they scare me. When they, Whenever they play the trailer on like on the movie theater, I was like, I, I can't watch this because I, I just had to close my oh eyes. My I, they just feel so, I, I don't know, that. I feel like they're looking at me and they're judging me and they're looking at all my life and my mistakes <laughs> and I don't know. It just makes me feel bad for them and for me. So I don't know if I'm ever going to watch that because it just makes me feel uncomfortable. I just wanted to know if you guys wanted to like talk about that and how... Like, what does that movie have to say about Winnie the Pooh, like, so many years after, you know? You know what? It reminded me, it reminded me a lot of Hook. I don't know if you've watched that. Mm, yes, yes. Like, at the beginning, it's, like, so sad. They had a character that was, like, the embodiment of everything, like, naive and childish and cute. It's just, like, completely lost that. It's just completely devoid of that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But at the end, like, that is the journey that he has, like, Christopher Robin, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's, that's his, <laughs> like, that's the point of the movie. And it's not a, it's, like, completely different from just, like, the themes that Winnie the Pooh handles, because Winnie the Pooh, like we said, just, like, really for nursery children, like, mm-hmm. first, well, kind of, uh, like, toddlers and stuff, and this is, like, okay, so how do we get that innocence back? Uh, I love that. That sounds amazing. That's why I, that's why I liked it, and I think it, it's kind of overlooked. And I'm like, 
I'm not complaining about that because if a live action Disney movie is overlooked, I'm glad. But this is like mm -hmm. one of the one of the best ones I would say because it's it's not just a remake; it's like a whole other story. I, I definitely want to check it out. I think that sounds like a great um, continuation of the story. Yeah. Yeah, like a great. Yeah, like that's what good like, is it a sequel even <laughs> like what is you know is it is, is it it's a sequel right because it's when christopher robin is grown up that's what good sequels do they 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 um they talk about elements of the story that weren't shown they they continue they continue the story i don't understand why that needs to be said that's what a sequel should be but most don't do that <laughs> <laughs> they just tell the same freaking uh, thing well we know that more than anyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's kind of our job <laughs> Are we ready to go into the topic? Yeah, I think so. I, think yes. that I just said everything that I want to say, just like in a nutshell. Winnie Pooh, iconic. Let's move on. <laughs> it's a big canon, so that's why we're we're spending a lot of time here. It is a big canon. Uh, there are so many <laughs> movies and spin-offs, but this is the only Winnie Pooh movie since the original one that was theatrically released and that was produced by Walt Disney Animation Studio. Walt Disney Animation Studios, like in in their home base, not like in Toon Disney, and so that's why it's kind of a big deal because this is like official, official a sequel, and I don't know if that like the is the Tigger movie and the Piglet movie canon anymore. We don't know, but they hmm. could be. And I think like everything's canon in the, in a slice of life thing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is this is a sequel for elements that I think we're going to talk later, like the balloon and that sort of stuff. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let's start mm -hmm. with that. So this movie, uh, Winnie Pooh, just Winnie Pooh, period, came out in 2011, and in a very strange decision, they decided to release it the same day as Harry Potter and the Deadly Hallows Part 2. And I think that's just... <laughs> that's blockbuster suicide, like, you do not do that unless you want your movie to fail. Like, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, th that's bold. Yeah. That's bold. No, it's not bold. It's literally like the company saying, I don't care. I don't give a shit about this movie. Release it with Harry Potter. I don't think, oh, I think, I don't think it was brave either. I think it was just like, uh, we don't know what to do with this movie, we don't know what to do with it, because they didn't even like advertise it that much. They just made it, and they were like, wow. we kind of want this movie to fail, because if it doesn't fail and it's a big success, then we need to reconcile the idea that we should keep doing 2D animation, but in reality, we just can't afford to do one, either 2D animation or CGI animation. And if we just stick to 2D animation, uh. we're not going to survive. I so hate that. they kind of, I think they, they use this as like a suicide for two, for 2D animation. Like they made it and they, they put the effort on it, but they didn't put the effort on making it a success because it wasn't, like if it was a, a success, they were going to be in trouble. Direction yeah, so I think like this was a very conscious decision to, not even in the same month. That would ha have been bad enough. They released it the same freaking day. You know? So Okay, so yeah. it was like... That was deliberate. Oh, like the thing that they did with Treasure Planet. They uh, did it extra hard with this movie. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Because I think like the Princess and the Frog did it... I mean, it did well. Like, mm -hmm. did it 
did well enough to just start making these kinds of movies again, or they totally got scared. I, I don't understand why they did that. I don't know. That moment in Disney, like, animation history is so blurry because I feel like no one wants to talk about it, truthfully. Because mm. I, just know, I just know that they just wanted to stick to CGI animation because that's the future. But they knew I that, want that people were going to pull back. On Disney Plus and 30 years or so, like yeah. the sweatbox thing. Oh, yeah. Please do. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, tragically, it did poorly in the box office, obviously. Uh, but it had great reviews. So, let's dive into Winnie the Pooh 2011. So, the movie starts very like the original one with a live-action room where we see Christopher Robin's thingamabobs. And we <laughs> jump into the Winnie the Pooh book and we see Pooh sleeping. <laughs> and the narrator of is course. like, today Pooh is going to do a very important thing. And then he's just sleeping and he's snoring and he doesn't wake up. And the, and the narrator kind of shakes the book around and turns it around. So he for, just just to make Pooh wake up and just like right off the bat, I thought that was a very solid joke, and it really yeah. sets uh, the pace and the like the tone of the movie. Like this is a Winnie movie, and this is the kind of humor that we're gonna be playing around with, which is very innocent, very like mm -hmm. I don't know if it, the if, if the word meta is the right word, but do you know what they do with like I think it is, yeah. They I know that they're in like a breaking book. the fourth wall, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think meta is the right word, and I, I agree with you. I just thought it was, like, a great addition. Like, I don't think they ever did this in the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, but it had the same feel, you know? Like, it was, like, an updated version. Yes, and I thought that was, like, a great addition, you know? It just, it it's it's staying true to the film, but adding something a little extra. I appreciated that. Yeah, I thought that was great. So, oh, <laughs> before we continue, I just wanted to point out that... Um, the, the music in this movie was written by Kristen Anderson Lopez <gasps> and her husband, Robert Lopez. And this is the first work that they did for Disney. And the producers loved it so much that they actually invited them to write the music for Frozen. So it wasn't like they wanted the job. Like Disney actually came up to them and were like, would you like to write music for this new movie that's called Frozen? And they got it and they did just the most amazing Thing ever in Disney recent history so this yeah. is the first job that they had at the company so I think it's pretty like important to point that out also actually uh, yeah oh you were going to continue with the music I, I was gonna bring up uh Zoe de Chanel so if you want to talk yes. about uh, Robert and Kristen like this is the moment oh okay no um actually the score for this movie like the instrumentals it this was scored by, by by Henry Jackman, and he's been doing a lot of work with Disney, like Wreck-It Ralph and Zootopia. So I think like mm. Henry, the, Henry Jackman and Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, they're like the like the people to call for Disney music right now. Yeah, definitely. And this is like the first work that they like they did for Disney, I think, like the three of them. It makes me wonder how did they like the executives from Disney reach out to to Robert Lopez? Like they they like they saw Book of Mormon and they said, oh, "Okay, how about you make music for Winnie the Pooh?" <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. Yeah. Wait, guys, I just realized I didn't ask you if you had any memories from this sequel. So it's just like 
quick rapid fire. Did you ever watch it before? Oh, nope. no. No, me neither. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. This is really weird because 2011 was the year that I was having my Disney Renaissance. Like, I was thrilled. I went to see I went to see the Beauty and the Beast 3D. Same. Hard same. That's weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that, that just shows mm-hmm. you how little they cared about this movie. Like, we didn't even care and we were the ones like, that were, like, there. Yeah. And we were the audience. We were the for audience. This movie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, coming back to the the music, also I wanted to point out that Kristen Anderson Lopez, sorry, Kristen Anderson Lopez <laughs> actually plays uh, Kanga in this movie, and she does a really yeah. good job. I think the the, uh-huh. the role really fits her. And I've been watching her in the Frozen Two documentary that's on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, was so and good. I just love her. Ah. I love I love the energy that she has, and I think she really brought that to Kenga and I love that oh yeah for sure like I, I her voice is really sweet but I just love the original one so much because it's Lady and it's Meriwether and I just I love that voice so much that was a bit not hard but I'm like I just like it better <laughs> even though she did amazing she did really great I actually can say that I like all of the old voices better but this ones were were good they were good. They did. They did really great. They did. They did really good. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't watch the original movie in English. I watched it in Spanish because they have the Latin American dub on Disney Plus, so mm-hmm. I can't talk Ooh. about that. But yeah, I I think for this movie, a lot of the original cast for Latin America came back too. I think so. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, uh, coming back to the, the the music, I want to also give a shout out to Zoe de Chanel who sings the new uh, Winnie the Pooh theme song. And with the added bonus that now they mentioned Tigger in the song. He wasn't in the song previously. And I think, like, they didn't really find somewhere to put him, so they just put him right (laughs) after Kanga and Rue. Oh, and Tigger too! It just kind of jumped out at me. I was like, okay, you could have found a a way to kind of, like, at him like more smoothly but I'll get I'm just happy that he's there and that he's included and mm. yeah so and Zoe de Chanel does a really good uh, version of this song her, her voice is really like like just it just goes mm. with the movie you know I don't know how to put that into mm. words but it just feels like it it's does right. it's right <laughs> so back to the story Pooh wakes up Finally, and he realizes that he's out of honey, which is a tragedy. So he goes oh. out to find some more, and he runs into Eeyore, who has once again lost his tail. And he is just like, "Oh well, you know, it happens. It always happens, and it's gonna happen again <laughs> because it's happened before." And you know how depressed Eeyore is. I just, oh. it just makes me so sad. Like I just want to hug Eeyore, but I also want to like slap him and be like, "Please, son." Don't do this to yourself. Did you feel like Eeyore was more depressed in this movie than in the last one? <laughs> because at one point, they... Uh, uh, oh, I think this is a spoiler, but of course, they, they gave him the tail, and they were like, are you happy? And he's like, no. I don't like this tail. Aww. Poor oh, Eeyore. I felt just so bad for he's him. He's happy? Yeah. So, he, so Winnie... So Pooh runs into uh, Eeyore, and he sees that he has no tail, and then Owl shows up, I think so, 
and they decide yeah. that they need to find Eeyore's tail and they need to gather up all the gang to find Eeyore. And there's this like really great gag that uh, Pooh is writing a note that Owl is kind of dictating. And mm-hmm. Owl says something along the lines of the issue at hand. And Pooh's like, guess on height. And he was like, I didn't sneeze. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was like, yes, you did. And I was like, people don't sneeze without realizing. <laughs> and I don't know, it just goes on for a little while. But it's just goes so on funny. Goes on. Because then he do- he says it again, the issue. And he's like, are you getting a cold? Do you feel okay? And then Igor is like, mm, I think like my throat is a little scratchy. <laughs> and they start testing each other. <laughs> yeah. And I was just so annoyed. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> like, yeah, the first big laughs of this movie is just, like, right there. So they gather mm-hmm. the gang, they call on <laughs> Christopher Robin to help, and they decide to make it a contest. So the winner of the contest is the one that's, that finds your a new tail, and he will get a brand new fresh pot of honey. So, of course, Pooh wants to win this more than anybody. <laughs> and they have this... Um, Quick montage, I guess. Is it a quick montage? Is it? Uh, yeah. Where they um, start bringing in stuff to kind of um, be your new tail and pulls the first one. And he brings, what is it? Like, oh, it, It's his clock. And he gives his clock to you as, <laughs> as a tail. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're the winner. Here is your, your pot. But they sing a song like, yay, congratulations. And it's a really cute fast song but then the clock breaks when Eeyore sits down and they take away the honey from his hands <laughs> <Just outside. laughs> this, this, it was also really funny for me but also I I felt bad for Pooh but this like the pacing yeah <laughs> it's amazing and then Piglet comes up with something else out oh, the balloon yeah he, he, he wraps the balloon in mm-hmm. his little uh behind and they're like oh congratulations and they start giving him the honey while Eeyore is floating um, away and then <laughs> they just see Eeyore floating and they're like oh okay no you didn't win and they do that <laughs> I think one more time and then it's Kanga and Kanga gives Eeyore her scarf and they want to go sing the song and she's like how oh, about we, we celebrate in silence <laughs> that is such a mom thing to do yes <laughs> It is. It's adorable. I really laughed at that. And <laughs> so they give Eeyore the scarf and they, um, they're they on their way. They think that that's it. That solves it. And at one point, honey, well, at this point, Pooh hasn't eaten yet. So he goes and he's still trying to find some honey. And he eventually ends up at Christopher Robin's place. And he finds a note that says... Um, Gone out, busy, back soon. But Pooh doesn't know how to read, so he brings it over to Owl for him to read, and they're all together. And instead of back soon, Owl reads Baxen. And they're like, yeah? Can I just say this was one of my favorite scenes ever? Like, just when Winnie the Pooh brought the note, and he was like, I can't read these strange words. And Piglet was like, you can't read most words, Pooh. And then, and then Winnie the Pooh was like, 
Yes, yes, but most especially the strange one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the way no, he says also, it. Also, this is a meme. Yeah, the meme. We didn't talk about it. This it's is the meme. meme, like the meme of of Pooh reading something. Yeah, <laughs> that that. Like when you read that from. tweet, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I, that's something that I wanted to bring up. I feel like Pooh's faces in a lot of this movie are just like meme worthy. Just I don't know the expressions that he gives. They're just like they're just hilarious because he's so oblivious. <laughs> but he also has a, a, a like kind of a sass to him. I don't know how to explain it. He has. An I don't attitude. know if there's any other character like Pooh, especially in this movie. I feel like. He's like the most polished his her his character has ever been. So he's like so <laughs> sweet and so soft spoken, but at the same time he does like the chew uh, thing with with owl and the mm, his words like especially the strange ones. Especially the strange ones, and he's like he's like concedes like yes, I know I can't read most words, but. Most especially the strangers. <laughs> I love and I just love, and I just love how confident, like how confident Owl interpreted. That's what Sel that said. That's what Sel what Sel said. He's confident on his stupidity, it, and it made sense. I was like, yeah, that is absolutely correct, Owl. You hit it right on the head. I I love that scene so much. As an English major, I can say that that is what you what Owl does is what most of us do. <laughs> In college. Give me flashbacks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but also, can, like, everyone in this movie is kind of dumb in some way. And just like... They're kids! They're owl. kids! Yeah, I know. He, they're supposed to come from, like, Christopher Robin's minds, of course. Like, they cannot be, like, Shakespeare. But yeah. Owl is also a smart one. <laughs> but he reads Baxen instead of Baxun. And they think that the Baxen is a monster that has taken Christopher Robin and that they need to save him and rescue him and bring him back. And But of course, no one knows what a Baxen is because it's Baxen is nothing. So they... Apparently. Yeah. Oh, and at this point, uh, Eeyore has a, a chalkboard in his butt. Like his new tail <gasps> is a chalkboard. And they wrote tail on it, but like T-A-E-L. <laughs> I love that. I love that about the, the this world that everything is mi is misspelled. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just adds the realism that this is all written by a kid, by a child, and that just adds like a little bit of realism to this world of stuffed animals. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And they start kind of imagining what a backscene is, and they start drawing on the chalkboard, and then the animation just turns into like chalkboard style, and it looks so cute. This is like a worthy sequel to the Hefalad and Wuzzles. Yeah, I really like the sequence. I think it's so cute and I like how everyone is like designed in the chalkboard style. They all look so cute. And like Owl starts saying like the things that the the Baxan does. But then he's like, uh, what else does he do? Um, I don't know, you tell me. And then everyone starts <laughs> like projecting their fears into the Baxan. <laughs> And they're like, oh, he wakes up children in the night. And that's Kenga. And Tigger is like, oh, uh, he takes away your stripes. And I'm trying oh, to look no. for the lyrics here. But um, they they go on and on like that. Like everyone is just projecting their fears in this one creature. And they even like draw 
a, a design of this really weird looking creature that has like red hair and blue fur and it's just weird. Well, they describe this monster that they all they all are afraid of and that they think that has taken Christopher Robin. So Rabbit comes on, comes up with a plan to catch the Baxen by luring him into a pit where he's going to fall in and they're going to get Christopher Robin back. So they start bringing all these things to kind of uh, make a trail for the Baxen to follow. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, it's a big pit that's covered with like um, a sheet of something, like a picnic cloth and uh, an empty pot of honey in the middle. But and and Pooh tries to eat it, and of course it's empty. And but you just, you just get the animation of him like scooping the the non-existent honey and putting it <laughs> in his mouth, and then just him slowly realizing that there's nothing in it, and he's like, "What?" Look and he's just disappointed. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> and and Piglet has to go like, "No, Pooh, it's empty. It's just a trap." And but by this point, no, Pooh hasn't eaten. No, also. It Wait, wait, wait! You didn't, you didn't say like the 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 joke that was right before it, that it was like the 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 narrator just saying like, oh, Pooh and Piglet found the perfect place, and Piglet dug the pit, and Pooh supervised. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, and the the great one where uh, Piglet puts like rocks on the corners of the cloth, and oh. then. Piglet's like, is it okay? And Pooh just goes, I think that rock needs to be over there. <laughs> and Piglet oh, just Pooh exchanges was kind of an it. There. And Pooh's mm-hmm. like, yep, that makes all the difference. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, but okay, like, Pooh hasn't eaten yet. Pooh hasn't mm, eaten true. yet, so of course, this is a distressing he, time for him. He's rumbly and his tumbly. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> so while all this is happening, Tigger thinks that he is the only one who can catch him because according to him, only tiggers can catch Baxens and he's the only tigger. So he has to go and find one, and find it and, you know, get Christopher Robin back. And in the way, he finds Eeyore. And of course, Eeyore is just like alone and depressed like always. And because like he, he says like, oh, they left me behind. <laughs> That's so sad. And mm, Tigger kind of feels bad. Tigger kind of feels bad about for him. So he like... Write, um, draw some stripes on him, and he's like, "You're gonna be Tigger too today." <laughs> and he just brings him along like it's like like a sidekick. And, and oh, Tigger had this great moment before uh, when uh, the balloon got stuck to his fur. Oh, and he's like, "Guess I'm stuck with this now." Oh, I didn't. I never knew that I needed a sidekick. <laughs> and he just mm. goes like, "Oh, it's too dangerous. I, I don't think I could live with myself if something happened to this little guy, because like I'm this town's hero, and they only have me, and I'm the only hero here. And that just went. He just went for like the Batman <laughs> stereotype. I, I just found that so funny. Uh, and now he has like a little sidekick. Now Eeyore is the sidekick. Eeyore doesn't want to be the sidekick. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, and also like there, <laughs> I don't know if, if you're going to continue talking about this, but like this whole song is really funny, like because at some point, like he dresses up. Um, I mean, he he puts on stripes on ear, like you said, but then he puts tomatoes on his hands and a croissant on his 
on his mouth and they're like fighting like on a on a box ring. <laughs> no, oh my god, did did you talk about the 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 reference of like the Indiana Jones reference? Oh yeah, right. When 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 does that happen? This is before or after Yeah, it's this. when they are setting up the different objects to make the trail for the for the vaccine and Tigger is not not Tigger, sorry, Piglet is like in this like cave sort of thing where he's oh taking gosh. a pine cone and putting um or I think he's yeah, he's taking a pine cone and he's putting something else in its place, but it's like just the Indiana Jones uh scene where he's trying to change the the thingy with the the idol. The idol with the ba- bag of sand. <laughs> and it's just the exact same thing. And it just goes by so fast that you could miss it. But it's so <laughs> funny. And it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just cute. And I think uh on the Disorder podcast they said that that this director's favorite movie is Indiana Jones. So that makes sense. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's awesome. So yeah, as Andy <laughs> said, uh, Tigger is trying to train Eeyore how to fight the Baxin. So he dresses up like a Baxin and he has the whole get up uh, on him and he's like training him in a like a, like a box thingy. And, <laughs> but Eeyore, of course, is not happy with it. So he eventually gets to escape from Tigger by jumping in like uh, a little lake and he just stays <laughs> down there and he finds an anchor which now is going to be his new tail and oh. oh my goodness who is trying to catch the like the beehive with help from Piglet but at one point I think this wasn't the poster like he it's like how do you call it? Like the thing, the, the swingy thing that's hit, that he's used in the park. Swings? No, oh. <laughs> like the other one. Like there's two kids and one is one and one edge. Oh, a seesaw. The other edge. What? A seesaw. A seesaw. Yeah, a seesaw. I've never listened, I've never heard that word in my life. <laughs> okay. it's, called, it's called the seesaw. Okay, a seesaw. And then, like, he jumps, and Piglet gets stuck in the beehive. All right! And I think... I want that plushie. I want the plushie oh, of Piglet yes. in the beehive. Because it's, like, this egg form with legs. It's so <laughs> cute. But I feel so sorry for Piglet. And they just, they just start running. And no, wait, but there's they... this great moment where uh-huh. he's stuck in the beehive, and... And Piglet, just like the ever-optimist, he's like, oh, everything is going to be okay as long as we don't make any sort of sudden movements. And then Pooh just smacks the beehive one, once like again. Like a piñata. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I just, I just want to say I'm so deadly scared of bees. I hate bees because bees love me and they, they always, like, they sense me and they come for me whenever I'm near them. So I hate them. Oh my god! So like these scenes with the bees, they just like make me cringe and shudder because I just I'm so afraid of bees. So I felt Piglet's pain in there. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is the moment where Pooh is kind of having um, hallucinations because he hasn't eaten yet, and he dreams up this whole sequence where he's sitting the honey, <gasps> and it's so cute. Like it's such a, a big animation sequence like the, the way that the honey mm-hmm. looks it looks so yummy even to me I, I just want to like this my favorite part in the movie it's so cute and but of course this is all in his head so in reality we cut back to him and he's in a 
in a mud uh, thing, and he's just eating mud. <laughs> and then it just feels so But bad. also, also, can I just play. say? Can I say something about this sequence? Mm-hmm. Like the little getup, like the little outfit that who has? Why? Okay, I am so mad that the world isn't making any more Winnie the Pooh plushes like in this day and age because I need this plush again. Like he has this <laughs> little stripe, uh, like outfit, and with his mm-hmm. cat. It's so cute, and I need. I think like after this, I'm going to make this image my background, like this image where where Pooh is like swimming and he's looking at the camera like a synchronized dancer, <laughs> and the honey, and he's just like so graceful. Do it. I don't think. <laughs> Do it. Amazing, and the color palette is amazing, and the lightning is amazing. Like this is top notch to the animation. And I cannot <laughs> believe. They it was really good. Stop making this right after it reached its peak with no. the musical number "We Need to the Honey." Okay. Yeah. I, know. I felt that. So, Pooh is in the mud, and he <laughs> sees the empty part of honey, but he forgets that it's empty, and he forgets that it's a trap. He just goes for it, and he goes for the honey, and of course he ends up falling into the pit. And Piglet goes on, and he's like, Pooh, I told you it was empty. And Pooh's like, I knew that, but my tummy needed to make sure, or something like that. He, he, he needed to know for sure that it was empty. It just, I felt that. I feel that. <laughs> Same. Yeah. So then by this point, everyone is like gathered around the pit and then Eeyore comes in with his anchor uh, tail <sighs> and he they try to throw the anchor in to get Pooh out but the anchor is so heavy that they just end up all in the pit they they just get pushed into the pit except for Piglet and now Piglet is the <laughs> only one that can get them out and they and we get to this sequence to this scene that is just hilarious. And I I never watched this movie when it came out, but this gift set was everywhere on Tumblr. Yeah, <laughs> it was everywhere on Tumblr. I knew this joke from Tumblr. I had never heard it, like the audio of it, but I had seen the gift sets. And I just, even just with the gift sets, I thought it was hilarious. And because um, there's a rope and Rabbit is like, oh, you cannot, the rope. And Piglet goes, goes, I cannot, I cannot not, or I can't not. And Rabbit's like, oh, so you cannot. No, not, oh not. <laughs> and then Rabbit no, goes, not. not, not. And Pooh goes, Who, uh, who's there? Pooh. <laughs> Pooh who? <laughs> oh, my God. Chaos oh my God. Whoever, whoever bro- wrote that joke needs, like, an Oscar just for the joke because that's so <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Oh, oh and, and like Piglet is trying to come up with things that the, it's going to help them co- uh, come out and he first brings a flower and Rabbit tells mm-hmm. him, oh, that's cute, but we need something uh, longer. And then he brings in a book. <laughs> <laughs> and Rabbit's like, I don't think that's long enough. And Piglet just goes, no, yeah, I will read it to me, and it's very long. And Pooh <laughs> just, just adds up, yeah, it kind of drags in the middle. 
Oh my god. Ooh, no, the and, book and like that part where where he's finally okay, so this is like the not not part, but why the reason why he says that he cannot not is because he he cut the rope so there will be six ropes six ropes for everyone. And that is that is something a kid would do. That is some that's definitely something a little kid would you? Yeah, because he would like count them like one, two, three, four, five, and he, he his mind is like, I need six ropes to get all of them out, so I need to cut this rope into six parts. <laughs> it's just and rabbits is just like losing his mind. He's like, no. <laughs> no, at one point, like rabbit does like a face that is like Looney Tunes worthy. Like his eyes are red. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I don't know when this is, but. Uh, oh yeah, wait. Uh, I, I'm, we're getting to that. So there's no solution to bring them out of the pit, so they need to go find help, and that means Piglet needs to go find uh, Christopher Robin, or I don't know, like just go across the the woods, and he's scared, and then just Owl flies out of the pit, and he oh, lands, God. and he gives like this emotional speech to Piglet that he doesn't need to be afraid or something like that. He just comes back into the pit. And everyone's looking at him, and he's like, what? And Robin just goes, that was a great speech. And like, thank oh my you. God. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, it was a great speech, great one. And I was hoping they would do that because I thought, okay, maybe they won't oppress that I will can fight. And that will be, okay, it's a kid's movie. But they did it. And then it yeah, awesome. I tell you, everyone is I'm dumb so in this movie. <laughs> yeah, they are. But right, wait, there, there, then goes my favorite part, because while they're stuck in the pit, uh, Owl starts talking about his family, because, as you know, Owl is writing a memoir of his life, <laughs> and he just goes on and on on stories about his life and his family, and Kanga just, is just there knitting, and he needs, like, a pair of headphones, and he just puts them <laughs> in, she just puts them in, and she's like, <sighs> and she doesn't have to listen to Owl anymore. And I just, oh I just God, found that so hilarious, like so sassy, and like, yeah, I'm just out of here. Bye. Kanga had a lot of characterization, like in this movie, like also in the in the Baxon song. Like one of her fears was, apart from like babies waking up at three a.m., her other fear was like uh, not being young anymore. It's like okay, I'm Aww. getting Kanga now. <laughs> yeah. So. Piglet goes into the woods and he runs into Tigger who is dressed like the Baxen and he gets so scared. Wait! Oh! I forgot one of my favorite jokes. Well, I don't know if it's a joke. But back, I think it's back when, when Pooh first fell into the pit. Everyone thinks like they got the Baxen. And they're like, who, who, who's gonna go check? And they're like, Kenga. And Kenga goes, I'm a child. Yes. I'm a child! <laughs> Yes. And they just look at Piglet and Rue just goes, send the pig. Yes. <laughs> Comedy gold. That was one of my favorite jokes, too. That was yes, so timing. This t- tiny oh. little guy who looks so sweet and he just goes, send the pig. Like he was like Joffrey Baratheon <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> send the pig to the slaughter. Oh, no. That was great comedy. So Piglet runs into Tigger, who's dressed like the Baxen, and they get scared. And they end up knocking some of the letters from the book back into the pit. 
and they fall into the pit as well. But now there's a bunch of the book letters inside with them. And I think while everyone else is kind of talking, um, Pooh sees like a pot of honey <laughs> uh, on the top oh. of the of the pit, and he just starts collecting the letters to create a ladder. And he just is the first one out. He's just like, bye, guys. And he just, just because there was a pot of honey up there. and <laughs> But now they have a ladder and they are able to go out. And what happens then? Can you believe this movie is like an hour? It's so short. <laughs> but a lot of things happen. So much stuff happens. But actually, no, not a lot of things happen, but a lot of details happen. It's, there you go. Yeah, a lot of jokes. So... Yeah. They all get out of the pit. Sorry, you were you were gonna say something else? No. Okay, so they get out of the pit and they eventually find Christopher Robin, and he clarifies that what he meant was that he was gonna get back soon, not back soon. <laughs> and I think is this <laughs> was there a that. moment or did I imagine it where everyone kind of looked at Owl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like judging him, like really, like you put us through all of this. Because you couldn't read. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so eventually, they decide... That's not an actual line in the movie. I, I, I would believe that that's an actual line in the movie. <laughs> it could be. Like, I would believe that could be in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. No, and also, like, the little detail that I like when they're using the ladder is... Actually, I think that this is, like, the most... Out of everything that's happened with the, with the letters and the narrator and all that stuff, this is like the one thing that has affected the narrative a lot. <laughs> and also the little, the little, like, words, it's what, what the narrator is saying. Like, the words that, that they climb into, it's really cute. <laughs> yeah, I love those, those details. I love them. Mm-hmm. So they, they decide that the winner of the honeypot is actually the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> and they give the balloon the honeypot. Wait, wait, okay, okay, wait, this is, this is it, this is it, this is my favorite joke, this is my favorite joke. Oh god. I don't know if you have the movie here, but I'm, like, I'm saying it as I'm, as I'm seeing it. My favorite thing, when Winnie things that they're going to give the pot of honey to him. So he just extends his arms. And when they give it to the balloon, he stands there for like two seconds longer or more with like the same expression. And with his arms extended. And it's really funny. <laughs> like I had to pause the movie for it to laugh. It was amazing. <laughs> And we were we were starting the recording and they just watched it and they started laughing. I'm sorry. Yeah, need, it was I a very manic laugh. It. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I remember that. So they give the balloon the honey butt and they celebrate and uh, and everything is okay. Uh, but uh, but Pooh still hasn't eaten, so he kind of crawls his way <laughs> to Owl's place, and he's gonna ring the bell when he realizes that the rope that he's using to ring the bell is actually very familiar to him. And he has a hard time, like, putting it together in his head. But eventually, when he's inside with Owl and he's about to finally eat the honey, 
he realizes that the bell rope that I was using is actually Eeyore's tail. And so, sacrificing his own <laughs> needs of food, he's like, sorry, I will, there's something I need to do. And he grabs the, the tail and he it's going to uh, give it back to Eeyore. So he does that and everyone is like, oh, that was a great poo. And Robin, Christopher Robin is so proud of him because he sacrificed uh, something that he really wanted, which was a pot of, of honey just to help his friends and he's mm. very proud of him and he rewards him with the best thing I have ever seen and I can just imagine the sheer ecstasy that Pooh felt in this moment when mm. Christopher Robin brings in a giant gigantic pot of honey like it's bigger can I think that me <laughs> and just full his of honey face. yeah and I love this little bit of animation. And they're like, oh, great. Congratulations, Pooh. You did amazing. You did a good job. And and Rue gives Pooh, like, a spoon and a bowl with the idea <laughs> that he's going to, like, you know, serve himself and eat from the bowl. But instead, Pooh uses the bowl to climb up the honey pot and just dive in. <laughs> And then start swimming. Yeah. And it's really cute. It is. And that's basically it. That's where the movie ends. Uh, he, <laughs> well, he does a little walk with Christopher Robin at the end of the movie. Oh, he yes. does. Oh, well, yeah. See and, you all there. Yeah, because Christopher Robin is telling him that he is, that because it's autumn now, he's back at school. Oh, well, that that wasn't the last one, or was it in this one? I think it wasn't this one. But you know what's weird about Christopher Robin in this movie? His eyes. Because... Oh, God, why, why were his eyes like this? Why know. was this choice? Before, choices? Before, uh, choices. <laughs> before his eyes were just like poos, you know? They were just like black dots, but they decided that mm-hmm. in this movie he needed to have like a full set of eyes with like wide and a pupil a pupil and you know one iris and he looks weird like he, he kinda, I didn't like that he's low-key terrifying <laughs> because it's just weird <laughs> to see him like that but yeah but Tammy different like different is change and change is bad didn't you know <laughs> okay <laughs> so the movie ends there's a really lovely song at the end song by Zoe de Chanel uh, I don't remember the, the title, but it's really sweet. And I love that during the credits. Um, the live-action plushies, they are kind of um, making scenes from the film that we just watched. And they're so, so cute. And at the end, there's actually an after-credits scene. Did you guys watch it? Yeah, I, I didn't. watched it because you, you, you told me that I should. Yeah. Did you watch I'm it? I'm so glad. I didn't. I didn't watch it because I was like already in bed. Oh. Oh no! Like Marvel wishes. Yeah, <laughs> Marvel wishes what what Winnie the Pooh has. So in the post credit scene, like this is just after every single credit has rolled by, we get a scene back in this in the Hundred Acre Woods. It's night, and we just see a figure crawling out. And it's the Baxin, and it's just the way that Owl designed him, like 
just like mm. it exactly the same creature that he designed but he he just finds the trail of things and he's like oh someone lost their things and and he's just so worried about the person <laughs> and he's like oh we better uh gather all of these things in case in case this fellow comes back and wants them and he's putting all the this stuff in his arms and he eventually falls into the pit <laughs> and it's just so sad because he seems like such a nice guy and he's there in the pit And he's like, oh, okay. I just hope whoever this person is gets back soon. <laughs> and that's <laughs> where the movie ends. Like, the, that's where the And that's the real end. Yeah. That's the real end. Oh, yeah, well, but he also finds uh, the drawing that they made of him. And he's like, oh, who is this scary fella? <laughs> like, he looks so scary. <laughs> and it's just him. Oh, it's so funny. Oh. Oh, I love that. I just... The Baxen is a great character. And he's just there. He's not even in the movie. He's in the post-credits. Just for like three seconds. I can't believe we don't have plushies of the Baxen. Like, I'm about to commission an artist to make one. If Disney is not going to give me what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine they, the next uh, standalone Winnie the Pooh movie is a Baxen movie? <gasps> They were, like they, they have a lump. Yeah. They go past their prejudices against uh, against Baxens and they become best friends. Aww. I love that. I would watch Let's that. Do that again. Because okay. back, the Baxen just stole the show from me. <laughs> yeah. So that's the movie, guys. What What do you think about it? That's so short. Guys. Like, I literally, I started watching it and then I felt like I blinked and it was over and it was just the, mm -hmm. the credits were rolling. I was like, is that it? But also like I, I, I had a lot of fun watching it, you know, but it's just so short and there's a lot of songs in it also, which I think makes it feel even shorter because a lot of the scenes are just musical numbers, you know? So another yeah. um, proof, I think that Disney didn't really want this movie to do well is that it barely makes the hour mark like barely yeah. and they just reached it just to be able to have that theatrical release but it's not even I... yeah actually um, I read on IMDb that this these are about like three stories like three stories in the books they condensed them to this movie but they were actually going to five stories and I don't know what was the reason maybe because they didn't want to spend more money on this movie like this literally like I don't know what was the reason of, of actually putting this out on theaters if they didn't actually care maybe just go out with a bank and say like Princess of the Frog was, was your last to the animated movie because no one remembers this one Because people wanted more, you know, because mm. they they saw what they did with Princess and the Frog and they were like, oh, you can just still have it. You can still do these movies and they can do well, no. like at least well enough. And they were like, uh, think again. And then they released this with mm. Yeah. Okay. But it's still so good. Yeah. So let's it's talk really about that. What do you, mm. what did you like? Why, what didn't you like about this movie? Go. 
well, I I well I liked <laughs> I liked so much. I just I just loved how soothing it was. Like like you said, like the first film, someone described it as a warm blanket. I would I would say the same thing for this. Like this is I would add this on my letterbox list for films to see when you need to be in a good mood. You know, like it's just it it, it just makes you happy, and it's just it's kind of like. Is the word escapism? It's like good escapism for like, especially during rough times, like as of now. <laughs> it's just a great way to just to disappear for a while into the hundred acre wood. And I, I really loved how it just, it's a good sequel because I just love how it updated the original film. Like not just like, I love that scratchy look of the old Disney films, but I think like the clean line art is also very nice, but I, I still think, I still think the scratchy, scratchy animation is, is the best. <laughs> it's just, there's something about it. There's something about it. But I, like, in terms of, like, line art, coloring, everything is much cleaner. And I, I feel like they, they tried to pick the best voice actors that could embody the original, the original, um, voices. Like, I watched these films back to back and only Kanga and, Rabbit were the ones where I just Can like, I say took a something about Rabbit? Yeah, go ahead. Do you know who is Rabbit? Yeah, Tom Kenny. Freaking SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I know. Yeah, but it was just like it was kind of really different from the original Rabbit, and I felt like yeah. the original Rabbit voice was just so perfect. So it's like it was, but it didn't take me away. From, it was just that one time when he started when he first spoke, and then throughout the movie, yeah. I was still super into it. But I just and I just think they 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 knew what made they like that's what makes a good sequel. Um, you know what makes the original movie great in the first place, and you keep that, and then you just expand on it. And I think this movie did that very well in terms of like art, quality, voice acting, music, and even story. Like I think um, to correct me if I'm wrong, but my interpretation of the original film was it was like a bunch. It was like an anthology. It was like a bunch of different short films. Well this film the sequel it still has those little adventures but they're more cohesive into like one narrative until they spend like 10 minutes in the pit (laughs) i know but it's like it's like i feel like the main purpose is like finding christopher robin like that's the main objective of the entire film but then they have like ears tail the pit um Something with Tigger, I think. I can't remember. I know we just went over Tigger it. Tigger is like, a superhero. Tigger is Batman. Yeah, there you go. Like, <laughs> there's still little stories here and there, but it just seemed more cohesive to me when I watched it. And, like, like it felt like one movie while the original film was, like, a bunch of different short movies or short or shorts. And I love both. I love both ways of telling stories. But I just love how they they made it a little different. And I appreciate that because that's that's what that's what a good sequel is like. The, like you capture the essence of this of the film of the original film, but just make it a little different. <laughs> just add something. Yeah, I I really love this film. It's it's sweet. It is. I think that's like the word that I use to describe it. Like it's so sweet. Like even with mm-hmm. the honey, that looks so yummy. It's sweet. Okay. I know. Bad joke. Uh, Andy. <laughs> wow, uh, I love this movie so much. I love it. Like I was usually like this kinds of movies, like this size, this slice of life, and really sweet, and just like warm blanket kind of stories. 
I like them, but I don't go back to them as much. Uh, like Bambi and th those kinds of things that are more appreciative of the art of animation. Um, but whenever I do, I just fell, I just fall in love with it, and I just fall in love with the world. And I think mm -hmm. it's they did a really amazing job in. This is totally uh, we need a cool sequel. Like the backgrounds are the same, like the characters mm -hmm. and for Christopher Robin's eyes that still haunt me are still the same. Mm -hmm. And I think that like we where we talked about like the characterization on on this movie was on point and even better than on past movies. And it's imagine capturing all of that in twenty eleven. Like that's I know. that's amazing. That's special. That happened. Yeah, and but also like another part of me is like like we have all those movies like we talked about like the Piglet movie, Tigger movie and all that stuff. Why was it why did why did they decide to make it a movie like that was released theatrically? Like I don't think that a lot of people in twenty eleven would go to the theater to to watch Winnie the Pooh because it just become like a such a thing that you do at home, like all the TV series, and because all of the movies, I think some of the movies were really released theatrically, but that was not the plan, I think. So everything was like really like at home, and you know, like we we talked about mm -hmm. it before, like we were the audience that would go to see Winnie the Pooh, and we didn't, and we didn't, and we were just like catching up on Disney and everything that it. That it was releasing and we didn't even know about it. Like I remember like maybe I saw the poster on the theater and I thought, oh that's weird. Maybe it's like a real release or something. I didn't know it was like a new movie until mm -hmm. a few months later. And that's weird. That's super weird. Uh, but I think that is my only complaint that in the the way that it was short, but I think it's it's the same thing. Like they didn't want to extend it because they didn't want to give it a much more money. Yeah. Um but I think the quality of animation, it, it makes it, no, it's worth it. I don't know, I don't know, because they, they wouldn't have done this, this animation quality on Disney Plus. So, okay, we got mm -hmm. that. Um, but just, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't know which yeah. one I like the most because maybe <laughs> they're so short, like, I can watch it. I can watch both of they're them. Back one back, and they're, they're one they're movie. They're one movie. movie. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's cute. I like it. <laughs> Great. It's sweet and it's cute. Add one more word, Gina. Basically, um, and wholesome. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say that, that. I think these movies, the Winnie Pooh movies, are some of the most wholesome content and franchises out there. Like, mm -hmm. every single joke in this movie is a family-friendly joke. But that doesn't mean they're they're less funny. Like they still like yeah. get so many big laughs out of people of all ages, like including us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that just goes to show like the quality of the humor that it's still so funny and but at the same time it's keeping that innocence and that wholesomeness of the characters and this franchise. And I think that's something that um it's really, like, people need to acknowledge that and, like, give praise to the people who wrote it because that, it's mm -hmm. not easy. It's not easy, like, even in this day, even more in this day and age, 
uh, where we're kind of used used to the more more adult humor or like every animated movie, uh, no matter how quote unquote childish it is, needs to have a little bit of that adult humor just to like keep the parents entertained or whatever. But I think this movie and the the original one proved that you don't need that. You don't need to actually like address the parents like any different that you need to address the kids in the terms yes. of the humor because it's just, if it's funny it's just gonna work it's gonna be funny you know exactly. and nothing was cringy like there was not a cringy moment every no it was piece all of, funny every joke and piece of comedy it it, it is born it works and it's born out of the characters themselves like they're funny because the characters themselves make it funny, like Pooh saying, "Like I can't read strange words," but <laughs> oh, but yeah, but especially the strange ones. <laughs> like that's just like, such a Pooh thing to say, but it, it, that's hmm. what makes it so hilarious, you know. And the not not they're well written. Yeah, because they're well written, and I I like this just solidifies my belief that animation, like it's for kids, yeah, but. It's freaking good, man. Like, because I even like I even had that that belief coming in here. Like, this is a kids movie, but I need to keep I need to remember that just because it's a kids movie doesn't mean it's complex or less than or not for adults. Because this is perfect for all ages, and like, it's just it's. I hope I don't have to learn this lesson again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, girl. I love Sophia the first, and that. Shit is meant for toddlers, oh, yeah. but I, I love it. I also really okay. like the line. When the princesses got... do cameos. Mm. <laughs> okay. okay, I gotta watch Her that. Same. Okay, next on my to watch list. And also the li- <laughs> the Lion Guard. I hear that's really good, and I really I want to dive into that. Ooh. Oh, and Renee Elise Goldberry's in there, right? Oh, what? Oh my god! I think I she plays know. a cheetah. Let me look this. I think she plays a cheetah. I didn't oh. know. I, I definitely need to watch that now. Of course. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was going to say that, like, if if three 20-something-year-old oh. women... Wait, guys, I'm I'm so sorry, but Playbill just, an, just it had a video. It says, Renee, Renee Elise Goldberry stars as a singing golden zebra. Oh, my God. <gasps> I'm sending you the link right now. Okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. I was just saying, like, if three 20-year-old, 20-something-year-old women can watch these movies and enjoy them... Like everyone can, and that's that's the special. That's what makes these movies and these characters and this world special. And mm-hmm. I do appreciate that the people who wrote and made this movie knew that, and they went for it, and they mm-hmm. they knew exactly what they were gonna do. And I guess my only complaint is that I wish they did more because I do feel it's so yeah. short. It's almost yeah. not worth it going to see it in theaters. You know. Like, I didn't go mm-hmm. see Especially in the United States, that is, like, yeah. one of, yeah. that is, like, half my rent. Just yeah. Just <laughs> Yeah. So, like, I'm just seeing, I'm watching it, I'm watching this at Disney Plus at home, and I feel like this is a very Disney Plus movie. Like, this is a movie that you watch at home. And if I had paid to see this movie on a theater, I think that, you know, I think, I don't know if that, yeah. if this happens everywhere else but at least here in Mexico in the cinemas you get like 30 minutes of trailers and commercials before this movie so just think about that those commercials are like 
even ha more than half of these movies runtime. So a third of your movie experience going to see this movie in theaters would have been commercials. And that's insane mm -hmm. to me. So I think that it is not a movie that was worth for the theater. And it's very sad because it's the last... Um, no, not the last. Been. Yeah, it's like... There are so many... There are some sequels in the past that were home video that could have been very good theatrical release. But... And then this one that was a theatrical release, we feel like, oh, this could have been a home video. You know, that's kind yeah, of like that's weird. Sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my only and main complaint that, yes, they do these amazing things, but it's just so short. It just goes by so quickly. And at the end of the day, you're like, oh, so, well, yeah, that, that was it. And you kind of just move on because it doesn't stay with you long enough for it to kind of leave an impact, if I can put it that way. Like, it's still funny and you're still mm -hmm. going to enjoy it and it's still going to feel like home and nostalgia and a warm blanket but I don't know I, th I feel like you need to watch it like twice in a row for you to actually feel like completely yeah, embraced by this warm blanket and I guess that's it but I do agree with everything you said and I love these characters and I just love how they put this movie out there respecting these characters and respecting who they are and what they mean to be the people and mm -hmm. I just love them I, I love how everyone has a different character that they love and that it's their favorite and that we can relate to as well so that just speaks to the strength of this franchise and uh yeah i hope they do more winnie pooh stuff in the future because uh they <laughs> haven't ever yeah. since i think this movie so there's like this whole generation of children that's growing up and they, they don't have <gasps> like access <laughs> to any kind of winnie pooh content like maybe that with with Disney Plus now they get to watch those at home and maybe they mm. have that connection there but it's not you know it's not something that's actively in the media that they are consuming so no and it, and it's a shame because it's a very strong franchise and strong characters really strong is. marketable characters which is important for Disney so I wouldn't be surprised if they come up with some new Winnie Pooh content in the future. I mean, they did Christopher Robin, but that wasn't for But that kids. wasn't really for kids. Yeah. yeah. It was oh, more for the for, for the adults like us that grew up with us. Because grew nostalgia sales. If nostalgia sales don't make us. Christopher Robin movies, make more Winnie Pooh movies. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm gonna I, I would go watch it if they make a next one. Um mm -hmm. so yeah. So I think that that just kinda we can put a cap on the thoughts. I don't know if you have something else to add to that conversation. No. Okay. So let's move on to... I think we hit everything. Yeah, same. Let's move on to if we think this is a... Uh, what's the word? I always forget the word. Upgrade. Or Upgrade. I was like overwhelmed or underwhelmed. No, that wasn't it. Uh, is it an upgrade? <laughs> <laughs> Do we think this is an upgrade or a downgrade, Tammy? Upgrade all the way for me. Great. <laughs> Andy? Same. Upgrade. I don't know if I should. I would call it an upgrade. It's definitely not a downgrade at all. Um, but again, because it is a short, I just wish that they made a movie of mm -hmm. this caliber that was as long as the original movie. So I'll, I'll just say it's, it, it, it's a rate. It's not overrated. It's not, <laughs> yeah. 
that's it. <laughs> and um, so, do you guys have your ratings for Winnie the Pooh? I do. Timmy? I do. Okay, um, this movie made me love the Hundred Acre Woods so much. I will be back soon. Oh, cute. Cute. <laughs> back soon where? Um, <laughs> Andy? Uh, this movie is Sweet as Honey. Oh, I love that. Cute. Okay. So, I kind of have two, but I'm going to go for this one. Um, I give this movie a hundred acre woods out of a hundred. <gasps> I love <laughs> That's that. nice. I love that so much. Yay. That was fun. So, What's your second one? Uh, it was like just like a very um generic. I give this movie like ten pots of honey out of ten. Ah, I got you, got yeah. you. Yeah, the the one you said was better. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I liked it better. Uh, <laughs> so that's it, you guys. I think um, I don't know. We made some pretty good length talking about this movie. Like you could watch this movie twice, like in the span <laughs> of us talking about it. <laughs> that's funny. So, that was really fun. I That was fun. I'm so glad that we get to talk about this movie. Uh, but I'm also just very excited for the movie that comes up next. Yay, Which is? No, it's Wreck-It Ralph. Or, oh my uh, God. Wait, it's Ralph Breaks oh the Internet. God. Yeah, that's it. This movie. We're getting oh there. Are we not it going to so talk about... Are we not going to talk about the Tangled movie? <laughs> I think we can do that after because it's technically not a sequel. You know, it's a show. Okay. So thank, thank you, you guys for joining me again. Um, are you guys excited for Drake Ralph? I think like we have a lot of things to talk about on that movie. I I I, I am I am I. This movie made me feel all the feels. Like okay. I I loved it, but I think I have to like rewatch it again because I feel like there are some ish maybe issues that I didn't see. Because I just related to it so hard, so it'll be nice to rewatch it again, especially in comparison with Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I'm really excited, and like we're getting, we are just now arriving at that end line where we are talking about the movies that we get, we got to see as adults, you know, Oof. in theaters. So that's gonna be fun. So thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening to another mm. episode. Uh, we are very excited and we will see you in the next one also just a quick reminder that you should keep donating to the Black Lives Matter movement it's still going it, it's never stopping it, it's still relevant mm -hmm. so please just keep that in mind and just do whatever it is in your power to help and that's it you guys remember that you can get in contact with us on Twitter at 2DivisionPod or send us an email at 2DivisionPodcast at gmail.com And we'd love to hear from you. You can send us reviews, comments, and anything else that you want to send our way. And that's it. We will see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.